Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is your host Edmond Orenge. And yeah, today we have a guest and uh, we're going to talk about our self-identity. And uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. So before we even start, I'll want her to introduce herself, what she does, where she comes from, and also I gave her a Kenyan name. And yeah, so yeah, our guest today, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Edmond, thank you for having me. My name yeah. is Tothin Sunny, but I have been given a Kenyan name, Dahabu. <laughs> so whichever one you want to call me is just fine. Um, but yeah. I'm from Nigeria and here everybody knows me as Tosin. And the first thing I like to say about myself is that I'm just a woman who is incredibly loved by God. Um, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I am mm-hmm. a coach, I mm-hmm. am a ministry gift as well, and I focus in my work on healing, emotional healing and wholeness, and yeah. identity, and of course the Christian faith. So in a nutshell, that's, nice. that's definitely, yeah. That's nice, and I think Tosin uh, forgot to tell us that she's an author peer she's an author oh yes i am an author of the book unchained my journey from broken to beautified where i chronicle my life's journey from this girl who That's... was just you know lost and broken to this woman who is now living the life that god has for her that's nice that's so nice i hope i i, I can get a so that I can enlighten yeah. my sisters here in Kenya. Yes, I we need to work on that. I look forward to getting copies of Unchained to Kenyan universities. <laughs> yeah, very nice. I and I think it will help so many ladies who feel like so they need an empowerment. I really yeah. So let's get into the topic now. Uh, I think our uh, my audience has now. Uh, have familiarity with you and they know you right now. So let's get into the topic about self-identity. So Tosin, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what can you say about self-identity? Um, You know, the identity is the most layman way of explaining it. Um, is just what that person is all about, right? So your self-identity refers to your sense of your perception about yourself, what you think about yourself. When you look in the mirror, who do you see? You know, how do you view yourself? What is your yeah. self-perception? Your self-perception is what forms your sense of self-identity. I think I would just want to define it that way um, before we move into deeper things about self-identity. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice uh, definition. So uh, for me, I have a different definition and I wish mm-hmm. to share with the audience. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'll define it as uh, self-identity is a concept of sociology. So mm-hmm. I think an, an individual's identity is the identity 
they form about themselves yeah, and uh, right. they can they can be affected by various factors uh, mm-hmm. such as self esteem uh one social identity and the roles mm-hmm. which one uh, each society mm-hmm. yeah that's that's, that's my correct. definition that's very correct yeah so what is an example of a self identity an example if you can so for example um different selves in different ways and because we have we each have different backgrounds different experiences so a lot of things come together to form our self perception right which then informs yeah. our self identity or what we see as our self identity yeah. so some people for instance look at themselves and see someone who is just stupid um mm-hmm. it shouldn't cause that so many people see themselves that way or refer to themselves that way they might not openly say that about themselves but when they look at themselves you know they have this very negative self talk you know and they look at themselves and they are like sometimes they don't talk to themselves and they're like i'm just so stupid and that is how they perceive themselves now for someone like yeah. that it will interest you to know that they that's probably what they've heard about themselves a lot growing up you know in africa here mm-hmm. i don't know how it is in kenya but in nigeria a lot of parents especially in the older generation were very careless with their words you know they would say that they were disciplining their child but in actual fact they were painting a negative you know um painting negativity really on the canvas of that child's life so in the in the name of correction you find parents who are saying that you know you are just so stupid you don't know anything and that child grows yeah. into an adult who then forms this negative self identity and sees themselves as stupid right some for some yeah. other people their self identity is oh i'm average and that for me for a long time that was the identity and perception of myself that i carried because there was a time when i had just finished you know from school from for the term and i was very bad at math i didn't perform well with figures i didn't enjoy figures at all I, figures you know i loved yeah. english language i loved you know the arts i didn't enjoy yeah. sciences and all of that and that's okay because we're all wired differently right and yeah. i remember taking my 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 report card home that day and my father you know was talking to someone who happened to be in our house that day and that man who was in our house was also a an educationist was a principal at another school so my father shows him my report card and says tell me what you think about my daughter's um result and the man this man and what he said was oh she's average so what had happened that day was he didn't speak to my performance he spoke to my person there's a difference between this performance is an average performance and this is an average student when you say this is an average student that speaks to the identity of that person 
right? But yeah. when you say this is an average performance, that speaks to the performance, which can be improved. But yeah. that day, I took on that label of average identity. And do you know, Edmond, that for a long time in my life, I didn't see myself rising above average because that came to be my sense of identity, I saw myself yeah. as average because someone, an older person who had influence over me, mm -hmm. had put that label on me. Yeah. You know, a significant yeah. adult in of identity my the identity like that, that i carried so everywhere i went i didn't expect to do big things if there were big opportunities i would not for instance maybe there was like a scholarship you know that was like for smart yeah. bright people once i saw you know the criteria i'd be like this is way beyond my reach oh i'm not this yeah. is not for me this is for the smart guys this is for the you know the brilliant ones i'm just average so i'm not gonna go for this opportunity and do you know how many opportunities pass us by because we carry a negative self-identity that is not even true yeah you know so those Very are examples of self-identity of course there are people who see who who have positive you know um yeah. sense of of self identities we can't we can't there are people who you know are doing well as far as their identity is concerned they're confident in who they are but i dare say that for many people who have never been on a healing journey most people carry a broken sense of identity very true yeah, yeah. so yeah. i think uh you said uh, a lot on, on the example and it's, it's very meaningful that we don't carry the wrong identity of ourselves because mm -hmm. influence our identity in matters mm -hmm. way we cannot even imagine. Yeah. As an individual, as an individual, you have numerous physical attributes. Yes. Like social role, internal connections, mm -hmm. which make you, uh, which make your personal identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Identity is a composite of all your personality traits, your beliefs, mm -hmm. your values, your physical attributes, yeah. your abilities. Yeah. Yes. So I think it, it is a larger and, and more uh, encompassing than your self-identity. Absolutely. So That's I so think true. your self-identity your self perspective of your personal identity yes that's right yeah absolutely right yes 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 yeah can i ask you a question absolutely Go on. so can we like uh like from a healing point of view and mm -hmm. uh know ourselves uh, know our self-identity can you say that again? Like, like, uh, and say that. Uh, let's say I'm hurting, and I'm mm -hmm. in the process of healing. Yeah. Can I judge my? Can I judge my self identity in that position? Absolutely, great question. So the the thing with identity and you know brokenness is that. Many people, when they are hurting, don't even know that they are hurting. 
It takes a yeah. level of self-awareness, a very, very strong level of self-awareness to even know that we're bleeding in the first place because it's mm. not always that up. So many of us have been through experiences in life that we have just that have just, you know, really affected our sense of self-worth, our sense of identity. Um, but because, you know, we've most of us have just we've just never dealt with those things. We have the things that are actually harming us are things that we have normalized in our lives. There are things that we have come to normal that we have come to accept as part of who we are where they are broken beliefs many of us carry broken beliefs about ourselves many of us are in a state where not even judging our identity correctly because everything about our the perception that we have about our identity is rooted in brokenness for some people it is broken homes when you come from a broken home that affects you in a way that you might not even realize until so much later in life when you have witnessed the separation of your parents it inflicts such a deep wound in your soul that it impacts on your sense of self-identity so if you don't if you're not healing then your sense of self-worth and your self-identity is probably broken. If you come from a background where you were always made fun of for maybe the way you looked, maybe you were called fat, you know, or they told you you had a big head, you know, just stuff like that, or you were bullied a lot. Guess what? It impacts on your self-identity. So your self-identity or your sense, your sense or your self-perception is most likely wrong because it is anchored on broken beliefs. If you experience the death, untimely death of your parents, untimely death of a loved one, abuse, whether it's physical abuse or sexual abuse or abuse of any kind, neglect, abandonment, rejection, right many of us can many of us can look back at our past and find thing that would have negatively caused our sense of self-worth and self-perception and self-identity so most people that i have seen are actually not in a place to to you know really say that they they have into their identity because for most people who have not undergone that inward journey of really searching deep to identify broken beliefs you know broken experiences wounds in their who have not done that deep work of searching within and excavating and healing oftentimes our sense of identity is really really broken right and that's why it's so important to get on that journey of healing of asking yourself what do i believe about myself right now when i look in the mirror what do i see do i love myself am i what what is the perception that i have of myself what kind of internal dialogues do i have with myself And, you know, for those of us who are Christians, especially in this part of the world, in Africa, we like to cover up with religion a lot. 
So we like to say really great things. I mean, you can quote the word of God, you know, like quote scripture and you know, say all these fancy Christian words about yourself and make all this self-affirmation and positive affirmations and positive declarations and all of these things. But we are making are only going to make us feel more frustrated because we will realize that what is going on on the inside of us, what we are really feeling about ourselves is not matching with what we are saying. Yeah. You know, so it's it's really, really, really important for everyone. And, you know, I said that sometimes you're bleeding, you're hurting, and you don't even know it. And you won't know if you don't start to search deep within. You won't know that you have broken beliefs. You won't know that you're yeah. actually hurting and even bleeding on others with your brokenness because you've never bothered to do that deep work. You know, you've, yeah. you've normalized the pain in your life. You've normalized dysfunction. You've normalized negative patterns and cycles. In yeah. Yeah. You know, so that journey of healing is so important to coming into a positive sense of identity. I hope that yeah, yeah. kind of touches on, on the question you were asking me. Yeah, you've answered my question really well. And uh, yeah. based, based on, uh, on self-concept, you see, uh, as individuals, we identify ourselves based on our self-concept. And uh, right. self-concept and self-concept is how we perceive ourselves. Yes. And uh, it is the it is it is in this perception that leads to the way we define or identify ourselves. Mm. Basically, we take our perceptions of ourselves and create our own self-identity. Yes. Yes. Because based on self-concept your self-identity due to self-image or self uh if you have a low self-image or low esteem you may not value yes. and uh so it is positive self-image and high yes. self-esteem Yes. 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 Important. It's so important. So for a bit of reflection here, mm -hmm. uh, the few months have been a serious period of reflection for me and unexpected opportunities to challenge my beliefs about my continue to arise. Right. Mm. So for me, I have four essential pillars of health uh, that help me uh, with my immune system. So mm -hmm. for me, I I like like healing my mental health, my diet mm -hmm. too, and also healing my stress response and mm -hmm. activity. Mm -hmm. so yeah. The father, which is healing my identity. Mm-hmm. I've really to his identity over the last uh, few months. 
Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I realized that I have to put a significant amount of time and energy into the first uh, three pillars. But virtually, uh, I think I lose focus into healing my identity. So mm-hmm. how how can I improve on healing my identity? How can you help me on that? Okay, that's a very fantastic question. Very, very wonderful yeah. question that I feel like people are probably asking. So yeah. there are a couple of things that form your beliefs generally, yeah. including your your beliefs about yourself. One of it is we form our beliefs by observation, by what we have observed, especially in our childhood, growing up, yeah. what you saw in your environment. Yeah what you observed, you know, what you witnessed, observation, right? We also form our beliefs by our experiences, what we experienced, especially growing up, what was done to us, what we witnessed life, you know, what we experienced. We also form our beliefs by what we hear constantly what has been said to us time and time and time again right yeah what you observe what you've experienced what you've heard what you've been told these three things go a long way in forming your self-identity so before we even talk about healing we want to ask how in the first place did i form this identity that i have about myself who told me that this is who i am yeah it's such a powerful question how did i arrive here who told me we must start to ask questions if i feel for instance that I am not enough. I am inadequate. I am not talented. How did I arrive at this conclusion? Who told me that? If I think I'm stupid, how did I arrive at this conclusion? If I think I'm ugly, how did I arrive at this um, conclusion? Chances are someone told me so. Who told me so? You know, what did I experience? What did I observe? And what did I hear about? especially growing up, I want you to know that we, our sense of identity is formed oftentimes at um, the very... Yeah. So that work is a work of going back in time to your childhood to say, how did I arrive here? If in my family, in fact... You know, when we talk about observation, even if nobody told you you were stupid, if you constantly heard wow. your mother or your father say calling himself stupid, it will rub off on you. Even if yeah. you, they told, even if the, your parents always affirmed you and say, "Oh, you know what? You're such a smart child." If you heard your parents giving themselves negative self-talk, if you ever heard your parents saying, "Why am I so stupid?" talking to them to their own selves, you will pick it yeah. up and it will rub off on you. So it's not even just what yeah. you hear, also what you observe, how your parents treat themselves. How it goes a long way in, in how you begin to view yourself. So you want to begin to ask yourself yeah. questions about your childhood. What was my childhood like? 
the significant adults in my life? How did they relate with me? Were they kind and loving towards me? Was I affirmed growing up? You know, was I spoken to kindly? Or was I often put down? Did I experience neglect? Did I experience rejection? You know, was I bullied? Even if it was a, even if it was a joke, because sometimes the things that we call jokes go a long way in impacting how we think, impacting yeah. how we see ourselves. You know, was I often yeah. made fun of? Did my parents, you know, call me stupid, maybe in, in a bit to correct me, to discipline me? You know, was it my teachers in school? Was I often compared to other children? You know, what you need to be able to go back in time. And that takes a level of self-awareness to connect your present with your past. Yeah. So that you can move into your future. Right. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is go back in time and begin to ask yourself these questions that will reveal things to you that will help you unearth and excavate things that are really, really buried deep within your soul. That's the first step to healing is to be able to identify the root of the broken beliefs that we carry. Then the second thing after we have identified is it's so important to have an anchor for your true beliefs, yeah. for what you want to take on as your identity. And for me, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, and Edmond, I know you are as well. And that makes all the difference in my life because I know exactly where my identity comes from. I know the truth concerning who I am, and I can find that in the word of God. But the reason why, and a lot of Christians know that their identity is in the word of God, but the reason why most people have not been able to step into the reality of that identity is that they have skipped the first step. So people often try to go straight to getting their identity from the word of God and declaring it and all of that without dealing with the foundation of lies that already exist in their lives. If you do that, try to build, it's like having a faulty foundation, yet trying to build this beautiful edifice on that faulty foundation. No matter how beautiful the building that you are erecting is, if you have a faulty foundation, it's going to come crumbling and that's what's happening to so many people. We want to speak the word over ourselves and anchor our identity on the word of God. But because we have not yet dealt with the lies from our childhood, what we're trying to build keeps crumbling and crashing. And we start to wonder, is this word of God even true? Is it even real? We have skipped a step. You cannot build an edifice of truth on a foundation of lies. You have to go and unearth the first and then you can sit in with the word and begin to replace those lies with the truth of God's word so that's the second thing is to continue to replace the lies that you have believed you must be very aware of the lies and the broken beliefs that you have if you're not aware your confessions of God's word will not really work for you but once you come into yeah. that awareness that oh this is a lie this is a lie this is and you know where it's coming from okay my mother said this to me my parents said this to me okay i experienced this okay i was raped as a child okay i experienced this kind of you know this thing that you know has now affected once you are able to identify that it puts you in a better place already already yeah because there's nothing as powerful as knowledge once you are an awareness once you are aware a, a major, a large percentage of the problem is solved because there's no longer, a, there's no longer 
surrounding your broken beliefs. You know exactly where it's coming from. And then you can begin to layer that with the word of God if you're a believer. And you can then begin to say, okay, this is what the word says I am. And this is what I'm taking on as my identity. And it doesn't matter what I've been through. That's not finds me right what people said to me do not define me my experiences in the past do not define me my mistakes and my my weaknesses and my shortcomings they do not define who i am right the word of god defines who i am and then you can begin to step into those truths and demolish those lies with the truth and that takes a while it takes a process it takes consistency it takes dedication because there'll be days where you will you know just want to sleep back into that old mode where you will just be reminded of whether how if how much of a failure you are and how you know, nothing good can come out of you and how you're just so dumb and all of that. But because you're already aware of where those thoughts are coming from, you can easily bounce back. It's a continuous yeah. journey that, that we're on. I am constantly on that journey of daily reminding myself of the truth of who I am and refusing to allow the past sabotage my future. You yeah. know, so those two steps are so important and it's, it's just so important to continue to behold the truth of who you really are. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a two-time thing. It's not a one-year project. It's not a two-year project. It's a lifelong project of just continually reminding yourself of who you are. But it must yeah. start with an awareness of the broken beliefs that we carry about ourselves. That's so powerful. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much. I think right now um, I feel empowered and I I can know my true identity and and sort myself on healing. So I am noticing that I'm noticing that healing the identity may be our greatest tool of recovery in our daily endeavors. Yes. And it's powerful. I think it's very powerful. And I think you learn a lot when you're growing up. Some of it is uh, useful and serves you your entire life. Some of it might be harmful and be harmful for your entire life. So I think it's a it's a give and give because we learn and also other things become harmful. Yes. So yes. I, I think as one is born thinking these thoughts or having this mm-hmm. that we are having in our yeah. lives and that we are not good to hate ourselves yes so i think these thoughts feelings and responses are very persuasive and it's mm-hmm. hard to talk or think uh, out of them yes so i think to release those problems you need to conscious process uh below the mm-hmm. of your conscious mind yes and I think I think that is the identity healing. Yes, absolutely. So, another question I can ask: do, do we have types of identities? Hmm. Types of identities. I don't know that I would classify. You know, identities mm. into types. Because we mm-hmm. all have different backgrounds, different experiences, and people carry different perceptions 
of who they are. Yeah. But we do have yeah. identities that are healthy and identity, mm-hmm. self-sense of identity um, that is unhealthy. And I, I think if you, if you dig deep enough, you will know whether your sense of identity is healthy or unhealthy. Because if your talk, yeah. if your self-talk is constantly negative, if yeah. you have, if you have, um, if you have problems in your relationship yeah. with people, for instance, yeah. it's often a pointer to the brokenness of your own identity. Because when you have a bad relationship with yourself, you have a bad relationship yeah. with other people. You know, yeah. so. Yes, so the 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 fruits that you are bearing in your life will point you to whether you carry a healthy self-image or an unhealthy. So, if I were to classify identity types, I would probably classify them into a healthy self-image and unhealthy self-image. You know, and it's as clear as it gets. You know someone who carries a healthy self-image. You know, they're confident. They're not proud, but they're confident. You know, they're humble, but they're confident. And humility is not self-depreciation. Neither is it an indifference. Humility is an accurate appraisal of our worth without the element of pride. You know, you will know someone who has a healthy self-image. They're not suspicious of everybody's motives. There are people who, you can't be nice to them. Once you're nice to them, they're already thinking, what does this person want from me? Why are they being so good? Why are they being so kind? They must want to take something from me. You know, so if you're constantly suspicious of other people, for instance, you know that something is wrong with your self-perception because you just think that everybody wants to take away from you, you know? So, you know, you would know just by your experiences, your daily experiences, do you even have joy in your soul? There are people who wake up every day just feeling depressed, just for no reason. They are just unhappy. It is often rooted in a broken, broken sense of, you know, self-worth, a poor self-concept. You wouldn't have joy. You don't look forward to you know, every day we're supposed to wake up excited, excited about life. And it's not about having all the money in the world or having all these material things or, you know, or living a certain kind of lifestyle. No, you know that you have a healthy self-image when you don't have the whole world, but you are so happy and content even with where you are in life because you don't even have time to be comparing yourself with somebody's fake Instagram life. Yeah. You, so you would be able to tell just from how you feel from your relationship with yourself and from your relationship with other people, you'll be able to tell whether you have a healthy or unhealthy self-image. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, I, I think when I was doing my research, I, I mm-hmm. found some, some interesting uh, types of social identities which mm-hmm. was uh, social identity and self-identity. So mm-hmm. uh, what I can tell our audience, social identities are the responses you get from people that they say you're ugly, you don't have money. Mm-hmm. Identities. Mm-hmm. Self-identities are those affirmations you tell yourself in the morning. I look beautiful. Or mm-hmm. or you can discriminate yourself and say, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not 
well in class so i'm a fool mm-hmm. you see you see those, those mm-hmm. are the self identity and yeah. social identities yeah. are those that we are told with people outside your mm-hmm. uh, your mm-hmm. Life. Mm-hmm. yeah so those are the the things I, i found out on my research and the reason people won't become who they want is because they are attached to whom they have been uh, you've had people say yeah. that uh I've always been this way and that way. Well, okay, I I, I understand that. Uh I think for me I was once in a place where I could let go of everything and everyone. And mm. that's when I started my journey of self-identity where I said, wait a minute. I need this but I need these people in my life because yeah. they will they will me in the person I'm becoming. So I can't like let everyone out in my life like that mm. it's mm. maybe i'm the problem and maybe i need the healing and i need the self identity mm. yeah so yes. what i can say is what i can say is that choose life even if the sources of wrong mm. choose mm. hope when yeah. if choose hope despair seems close choose to grow mm-hmm. even if Circumstances choose to oppress you. Mm. Choose to learn, even if you struggle on your own ignorance. Mm. To love, even if we have a lot of violence and vengeance. So I think yes. uh, we, we we see these things in our society right now, whereby we want uh, power, and they they cause disharmony in the community. We've seen this mm. it's happening in Kenya I think right now and also I it, I I saw it it's happening in Nigeria too Oh yeah about the leaders they're demonstrating Yes Yeah so I, it's it's happening in our society and it's affecting mm-hmm. all of us as one mm. So I I, yes. I can also say that choose to pray and to bless people with kind words. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. Can 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 self identity uh bring relation to social context or social roles? Say that again please. Can self identity bring relation to social context or social roles? Can you rephrase your question because I'm trying to get what you're saying. I'm I'm saying uh, can can uh, roles in the society uh give you self identity. Um well that that that's possible but one has to be very careful because you don't want your self identity or your self concept to be determined for you by society there should be a very clear demarcation between your social roles and your identity you can show up for your world in the workplace as you need to show up for instance you are the boss at that you need to show up there is a certain um there's a certain 
there, there are expectations that that people have of you as far as your workplace is concerned you know and for yeah. instance sometimes take, take for instance your 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 boss and you know your um your subordinate has done something yeah. that isn't right and you are you have to you know you have to put measures in place you have, for instance give a suspension you know you have to fire somebody from work you know someone yeah. else looking from the outside may look at this may, may look at you even even though you are you know, you are simply following the procedure and the policy of the organization, look at you and be like, you know, this person is such a stern person, such a harsh person, you know, so merciless, you know, and all of that. Um, You're going to hear that a lot outside, you know, depending on on your social role, but you cannot afford to allow that determine your self-identity because there's the role that you fit into, there's the role that you play across different areas where you show up in life and there's who you are at your core. So yeah. who you are, you must, you must form your own self identity apart from yeah. social, social norms, social expectations, and then let your, the identity that you have formed of yourself influence your roles, influence the way you show up on outside. Yeah. Social yeah. roles should not be determining your identity. Your identity should be impacting on even the way you execute your social roles. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I really think that, about that. That that's, that's amazing. And also, I can say, uh, I think, and unfortunately, uh, some people create their self identity in a narrow view, and uh, yes. they strongly tie it to just a single or a few parts of their personal identity. So, yeah. however, self-identity should encompass much more. And uh, mm-hmm. I think some people family tie their self-identity to their occupation. And if they mm-hmm. lose like a job, if they lose someone like in a relationship, they, they will mm-hmm. often struggle with finding their self-identity. You know, someone can yeah, lose, yeah. Uh, someone can lose a, a loved one. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone can lose someone they love like in a relationship they can break up and yes coming out from coming out from that uh proper healing people will lose mm. their self-identity and That's what, right. what we, are, we what, what i can tell our audience is that try and form good habits that will help you heal because when you heal yeah. and you become and have a stable mindset a stable mental health state a stable state Mm-hmm. you heal and it will help you know or reveal your true self-identity yes That's yeah so, so good. If, do, you, do you have anything to add on this episode i think that we have you know done a fantastic job and covered quite a number of important things but if i could emphasize anything i would emphasize do not keep any step in your journey of discovering your self-identity you must become aware of the broken beliefs that you carry and the roots of those beliefs and then you must begin to consciously demolish the lies you believe and start to establish the truth and you must remember that you are not what anybody says you are 
not what you're experiencing. You're not the experiences that you have been through. You are not the lies that you have been sold. You're I think we've lost you. You are you are who you are at yeah. your core. You need to you need to do that work of healing yeah. to come to that place of true identity. Yeah. That's very nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also uh, to add on what you uh, what you've said is uh allow yourself to heal your inner child it's very important yes. because yes. when you, when you heal when you heal your inner child they come and unify with the person you are right now and yes. uh, if you don't if you don't heal your inner child you'll have a toxic uh, relationship with others and also a toxic yes. which will lead you, you away from your uh, your self identity so that is true. thank you thank you so much for taking your time with us and i think this episode will mean much to my podcasting career and I feel happy you're here and I hope I invite you again. I'm happy to have been here. I had a lovely time. Thank you for having me. Uh, good work you're doing and you know I I I first knew you through your Instagram yeah. and I said wow doing a nice uh, job and I said let me try my luck and try and <laughs> and uh, yeah i i thank god because eva and god for people and yeah. this what we discussed today it will impact someone's life i believe so too yeah so thank you so much and i think we can say this this is the end of this episode all right Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>